Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. It's the only Arsenal podcast that counts. By Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is Gooner to Gooner, a little feature where uh, I chat to some of the panellists and find out about how they got into Arsenal and a bit more about them so you can understand the guys you listen to. Today, it's Old Man Trev. Hope you enjoy it. Good morning, a lovely Sunday morning. Uh, Trev, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Fergus. Very well indeed. Uh, just recovering from the uh, long trip back from Minsk. Yes, you and you and Johnny went out and had a romantic weekend together, didn't you? We did, yes. Uh, I think me and you had best discuss that in uh, another time, Fergus. Okay, yeah, yeah. This, I'm this not is happy with any of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trev, this is a, a bit of getting getting to know you and uh, getting uh, to know a little bit more about Trev and Trev's love of Arsenal. And just, just so the listeners that do listen to the podcast know a bit more about people. We've done one with, about Boston Ozil. We've done one with Big Steve. We've done a few, actually. We've done one with Manny as well. So, yeah, we're, get, we're getting through everybody. We've got some of the others coming up uh, later in the season as well. Okay. So, Trev, who are you and what do you do? Well, uh, t- uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, actually, I was born in Tottenham, Fergus. Not something that I like to admit, but... Um, I did have that on my list. Yeah, <laughs> we can cover that off in a bit. Actually, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it was an interesting childhood, but um, yeah, but being an Arsenal fan as long as I can remember, I I, I, I spent uh, a few of my well a short time in my younger years in the forces in the army, and uh, then I ended up in the railway industry for what was going to be a, a stopgap gap job. Ended up spending thirty four years there, um, man and boy. Man and boy, yeah, and I retired oh, just over three years ago now, and uh, me and the missus packed a couple of racksacks and uh, buggered off round Asia for nearly a year, and did just just did what we followed our noses, had no plan, did what we wanted to do. That and is uh, something. That is something I'd like to do, because I, I, I got uh, married young and all of that, so we didn't have we didn't have a chance to do it when we were younger. Uh, and when I get a bit older, that's exactly what I'd like to do. Just go, just go, go east. Yeah, well, that's exactly what we did, Fergus. We, you know, we, our kids were all born while we were quite young, and so they're all grown up now, all self sufficient, all good kids. And uh, so we thought, yeah, let's let's live life a bit. Let's get off. But uh, I would recommend it to anybody. But one bit of advice, the best plan is to have no plan. We just landed in Bangkok. Didn't know what we were doing or where we were going, really. And just there we were. Nearly a year we were gone. Okay. Okay. Why Arsenal then? Well, that's a that's an interesting story, Fergus, because as I just said, I was I was born and raised in Tottenham. Um, all, all my immediate family are uh, Tottenham fans. My mum, my dad was, God rest him, um, and my brothers and my sister, all Tottenham fans. But I had one uncle, we had one uncle in the family, my Uncle Pat, God rest him as well. Fantastic man. He was an Arsenal fan and uh, he took me to watch my first game of football at the Arsenal and I was hooked. And there's me and one of my cousins, my cousin Tim, who's a good fella. He got us both hooked on the Arsenal and uh, that was it. No looking back then, yeah. And can you remember what that first game was? Absolutely, Fergus. Uh, do you know what? I've still got the match programme. I've got two copies of the match programme, actually, and the tickets. It was uh, Arsenal against Wolves in December 1970. Um, we had 60-pence seats in the old West Stand lower. Unreserved seats they were in the day. Um, 
Yeah, and that was my first game. The Arsenal won 2-1, I think, if I, if I remember right, if I recall rightly. Uh, and uh, that was my first visit, yeah. Because you saw my grandson at his first game, didn't you, as well? Yeah. Uh, which was Arsenal-Cardiff uh, the other week. Yeah, I did, Fergus. And, uh, you know, I think everybody remembers their first ever game at the Arsenal, you know. And, and it, when you told me it was young young Joseph's first first league game at the Arsenal, I thought, well, we've got to make sure he remembers it. So it was a pleasure to chat with a lad and uh, it was nice to buy him a little, buy him a little, I got him a scarf, Johnny got him a hat and hopefully he'll keep them and remember his first, first game, Fergus. And he's, he's adamant that Lacazette came up and put a thumbs up to him when uh, he scored the goal because he ran right to the corner at block five. So yeah, that was, yeah. that was, he keeps on going on talking about that as well. Brilliant. And let's, let's let him keep believing it, eh? Because that's what it's all about, the football. Bloody right. Yeah. Favourite player? Who would you say your favourite player is? Oh, whew, there's been a few over the years, mate. I mean, when obviously I, I came, my memories of, of, of the Arsenal from, from my really younger years are from that fantastic double team, you know. Um, uh, I can remember when Arsenal won the double in 71. We, my, my, my nan used to live in a place called Canby Island out in Essex. You probably know it well, actually, I Fergus. Do. I do. Um, and, uh, and I can remember the Sunday after the cup final, we were going down to visit me nan in the car, and me, me and my dad and my mum and me, me, the rest of my family. And my dad let me fly my Arsenal, flag, uh, my Arsenal um, scarf out the window of the car all the way down to Canby Island, um, although he was a Tottenham fan. So that was lovely. But my me, me, me first favourite players were probably Charlie George. Everybody loved Charlie. Still do love Charlie. Um bit of a plug really he still does the uh the 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 uh accompanied tours around the emirates and if you ever get a chance to go with charlie he's brilliant he's such a fantastic man um and then of course there was all that team ray kennedy george armstrong probably the best winger i've ever seen at arsenal um frank mcclintock up there with adams as a leader what a leader up there with adams you know um yeah so all, most of that 1970s, 1970s team, and obviously Bob Willow, of course, Wilson, much underrated goalkeeper, should have got more caps for Scotland than he got. Um, so all of them, yeah, yeah, all good. And more modern, would you say, have you got anybody close, close to them in the modern era? Well, I just go with the flow, really, with the modern era. Like most people say, we all say Bergkamp, Wrighty, um, you know, Henri, Special. But I don't know, for me... The best I've seen recently is, is Vieira, you know. Vieira just made that side. What a leader again, you know. Um, what a tough guy. Um, yeah, I, I, Vieira was, was... I like them all, but Vieira, if someone said to me, you've got to pick your favourite, favourite from the last 20 years, I'd say Vieira. Hmm. And Highbury, you've been to Highbury, obviously, from the 1970s, and you're a season ticket holder at the Emirates. Tell us, tell us about probably... Your favourite memories of Highbury, of what you liked about Highbury, um, and then do and what you did didn't like about Highbury too, because everyone has rose tinted glasses about uh, the old stadium versus the new stadium. And then tell us same about the Emirates. So let, let's just look at Highbury first of all. Yeah, well, you see, it was different in them days, Fergus. In that I used to go to Highbury every week. I used to go one week to watch the first team, and then the following week you'd go and watch the reserves. You know. Um, Used to go every week. Used to used to go in the schoolboy, the old schoolboys enclosure, which was at the front uh, to the. If you looked at the stand from the pitch, it was to the front left of the old east stand. Um, 
we uh, we used to get up to all sorts as kids going down the Arsenal. I mean, they used to, I used to like being on the North Bank as a kid, but it was a lot cheaper to go in the schoolboys enclosure. So we used to pay to go in the schoolboys enclosure, but we'd we'd ask an old boy going in outside, uh, "Can you knock on the door and tell the um tell the commissioner that I'm your son, please?" And they they used to do that, and then they, the commissioner used to let you go through onto the North Bank. Um, I must admit, I must admit, Fergus, occasionally we didn't pay to get into Wybury. We had four really? or five different ways of sneaking in the place, yeah. Um, it's like a sieve. I'm not going to incriminate myself any more than that. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't really have any bad memories of Ibury, if I'm honest. I, I, I look, I know I look at Ibury through rose-tinted glasses, but um, it just, it was... Yeah, it was it was just the first place I ever watched a game of football, and uh, it was a beautiful place. And people say, you know, it was like so, someone was talking to me the other day and saying, "Oh, yeah, but look at the terraces. It was open. It was this. It was that. Um, the toilets were awful, but it was, you know, it was still a state of the art ground compared to a lot of others in them days. You know, I mean, the, the East Stand and the West Stand when they were built, Jesus, they were light years ahead of anything else weren't they and so, then you had the, you had the north bank rebuilt in the 90s wasn't it with the bond money was it the bond? 90s it was yeah was it the 90s yeah it was the 90s we see the, the it might be late 80s early 90s yeah it? you see and, oh, and it might be 80s actually and I, you never hear anybody talk about it but a clock end stand as well you know because the clock end was redeveloped just before the all-seater stadium report came in, wasn't it? Do you remember? Because you used to have, you used to be able to, to stand on the on the new clock end, and then they had to put seats in there as well, and and then obviously they had to redevelop the north bank, and uh, we had that mural up for a season, didn't we? Which was interesting. Yeah, but, I, to be honest, I wasn't in London at that time, but I do remember seeing it on TV, and but you didn't see that much. Uh, football on telly back in those days so i i was a later comer to 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 highbury and to london so a lot a lot of these memories i love hearing from from uh from you guys yeah the, the emirates well the emirates just before we move on from Highbury, you know the, yeah. the, the one thing that, that that sticks with you from from because we used to because we'd come up from tottenham so we'd we'd get the, the the bus up to finsbury park and we'd walk up and the old ox dog stands i don't know if you remember the old ox dog stands they were just like trolleys really fergus and, and the, they had the westlers hot dogs and the westlers hamburgers they were like just in water like bits of cardboard really you know but the smell of them i used to walk up towards the stadium and you'd start smelling the hot dog stands and then you'd realize yeah i'm at the football today you know i'm going to the football now and it, it wasn't just the sights it was the smells and the people and brilliant I, I must admit, yeah, I do remember the smell of just those sweaty onions and sweaty hot dogs and, and um, burgers. And yeah. when you'd walk down uh, Gillespie Road, um, or even if you're walking down past the Owl Triangle as you come down, and you can just get the waft yeah. uh, coming to you. And then it is, it gives you that that old-time feeling. Uh, you still get a bit of it now, but now it's uh, it's peppered with jerk chicken and uh, te- uh, takiri chicken. and <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, you, it's, it's, you make it. You made me smile then because you said the old triangle. To me, that'll always be the plimsoll. You know, Cause it, before it was the old triangle, it was called the plimsoll. Okay, uh, I yeah. didn't know that. If you look, I, f- I think if you look above the entrance along the top somewhere, it still says plimsoll. It, it, I, I may be wrong, but but you see, it's on the corner of Plimsoll Road, isn't it? So yeah, it was always called the the plim. It'll always be the plimsoll to me, anyway. So 
Okay. Yeah, well, I'll have, I'll, I'll gonna have to. Have, we'll have to take a walk around there the, the next time we go to the game. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Maybe, maybe yeah. go and have a pint. R six. Yeah. yeah. So. Six that, me. <laughs> <laughs> never, never heard of it. No. Never stop on you until double figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so know that, me well. That would be walking around to the Emirates. Would that be walking around to the Emirates? What, what, what do you like about the Emirates? What do I like about the Emirates, Fergus? It's it had to be done, I suppose, right? If we're honest, didn't it? Because thirty odd thousand wasn't enough, and uh, so we had to move. Uh, it's it's a pretty it's just, it's easy on the iron tier, right? And it's a comfortable place. I mean, we're you and myself. You're you're in blocks five five, aren't you? And I'm in block five. seven. And I'm in block seven. So we don't sit down on the seats anyway. You know, we stand, and it's a nice corner to stand in down there. Um, there's not a bad seat in a places there. They've all got cracking views. Um, I'm a bit. I, I don't like the padded seats. Not that we sit on them. I think it's a padded seats shouldn't be required in football stadiums. Uh, but that's just me. Um, obviously, the facilities. It is much easier to get a beer and a uh, and and a bite to eat if you want it in the ground. You know, it's very modern. Um, I love. I, I like the outside as well. I like the way that that, that the uh, statues are there now and the, the the wall with the name plaques on. You know, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's. You see, it, it, I, I get a bit sad because now I've got ivory in my head. You know, and 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 us oldens, that was where we were brought up, but. I think deep down we all accept we had to move, or de- or develop Highbury. The, the, yeah, you would Highbury would have uh, they couldn't have developed Highbury not with all the houses around it and uh, the local residents were quite active against that sort of expansion of of, of Highbury and yeah. also with the listed stands as well they they couldn't do it with some of the, the listed entrances and Th- and the east stand, right, yeah. but. The Emirates, you will agree, has improved in over the last what is it? This thirteen years, this this August that we'll be there. Uh, hopefully, lucky for some. Um, but when we first went there, it was just concrete, and even the wall around the pitch was just concrete, and that's been painted red and white. There's, uh, you know, all the arsenalisation as they called it at the time. I, th- I think it has improved it for the better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's take it. It, they t- it takes time. These places, you know, t- to take shape. And also, you see, the f- it, the fans all needed to get located where they wanted to be, like us in our corner. We like a, a bit of a sing-song and a scream and a shout. So gradually, I think people that like to do that have moved into that area. And uh, Even if they don't have a ticket for that area. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and also, you know, we, we keep getting this about there's no atmosphere in the Emirates. Well, I, you know, I totally disagree with that because... The, the, if 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 there's enough there to give the to excite the fans, the atmosphere, you know, can be fantastic in the Emirates. Couple couple of couple of games that come to mind um, when when we come back and beat uh, them from up the road, the Swamp Dwellers this year. When we come back and won four two, probably right up there with the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. Um, when we beat Leicester the first game of last season, I think we beat Leicester four three, didn't we? When that fourth yes. goal went in, whoosh, the roof was off, you know. Um, Barcelona, we beat Barcelona two abs- one. Absolutely, yep, yep, absolutely. So and th- and a three three against Liverpool a couple of, couple of seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. do you know what? That the, my memories of that game are very vague because I, I was drunk, Fergus, which is unusual for me. But I can remember having a lot to drink at that game. I have at most games, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so, looking back at Highbury and look at the at the Emirates, 
pick your favourite moment ever at Highbury first, and then your favourite moment at the Emirates. <sighs> My favourite moment at Only Highbury. One. Uh, a lovely moment for me, right, was, and it goes back a long way, so I'm sorry if I'm boring you youngsters that are listening. When, when, when we sold Charlie George, right, when we sold Charlie George, and then when he came back to to Ivory to play his first game against the Arsenal the reception that man got that day was exceptional I can still remember it and it's some, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that game it was a long time ago I'm pretty sure someone ran on the field with a bunch of flowers for him you know Fergus I stand to be corrected but I've got it in my head that that was the game where someone ran on the field and, and a fan and gave Charlie George a bunch of flowers his first game back at Arsenal and uh, also another good night there was uh, and I don't know why this comes to mind because there was massive, bigger nights than this there. But I can remember us beating Everton in the second leg of the League Cup uh, to get to the final at Ibury. And I always remember that being a, a massive, loud, exciting, raucous night, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more. And at the Emirates? At the Emirates, well, do you know what, right? You just mentioned it, Barcelona. What a night that was! And beating beating Tottenham this year four two, just purely, purely for um, the, the 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 atmosphere and the excitement. Um, if you want to hear what how how noisy it was there and the and the um, effect that had on all of us, listen to episode fifty uh, uh, of our podcast, and that was my voice the morning afterwards, or the evening after the game. So, but yeah. Had you yeah. gone, had you? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. I don't know if it was the drink or the shouting, but it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely gone. <laughs> it was a massive day, and I mean another interesting day. At the end. I, I, I don't know if "interesting" is the right word. Word, Fergus was, was, was uh, Arsene's last game last season. You know, um, I'm not going to dwell on 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 the uh, the Arsene Wenger side uh, saga because I I, I find it. Too divisive with the fans. I think, from my perspective, the man's gone. We move on. That's it. We we got to get together on it. But I mean, I I was ready for Wenger to go. I wasn't noisy about it. I didn't I didn't run him down or call him names. But I thought he should have gone a little bit before he did. But nonetheless, it was it was a good day for him. The send yes, off last season. Yeah, it was um, quite an emotional day. Even, it was. Even, yeah. even if you wanted him out the door, uh, it was still emotional. Um, and when he's turned around and said, "Just give me." Tingled on the back of my when he said, "I am a fan too." Oh, that yeah. just yeah. yeah. So that leads me perfectly onto you've seen quite a few managers. Who would you say your favourite Arsenal manager is? My favourite Arsenal manager, well, it was uh, obviously we're going back Bertie Me because Bertie Me gave gave me my first fantastic memories of Arsenal, um, and then of course the early years of Arsene because it it was magical, magical time, wasn't it? You know, and then, and then, obviously, the the greatest game of football that I I wasn't there. I wish I'd been, but the the greatest game of football I ever saw, and and the, I think the greatest piece of man management I ever saw was was Arsenal at Liverpool in in eighty nine when George Graham, the way George Graham manipulated, he actually I think he actually manipulated those players into thinking that we're going to do this. The 89, the film, I have it on my phone, you know, and I watch it going to nearly every game. It, it's just astonishing. 
so yeah they're the three people that are up there for me but of the three probably my favorite would be george george graham because he took a lot of rubbish and he turned it into something special okay okay you you're a sportsman as well aren't you what other sports or interests do you have well do you know what fergus football is my love right i love football i abs i adore football but i could never play the game uh, to, to say i was shockingly bad at it would would be would be an over understatement um and then one day at school the teacher picked up a rugby ball and we started playing a bit of rugby and uh i'd soon discovered that i could play a bit so yeah i spent 30 years playing rugby uh not to a, not 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 to anything special what position standard. well it's good enough oh here we go wait for it i was pl- i played hooker all my life all my rugby career i played hooker fergus so a bit like you did in minsk minsk the other week <laughs> yeah i knew some pun would come fergus do you know what I, I, what did you say my earphones went dead then i didn't quite hear what you said <laughs> a bit like what you did in minsk <laughs> no they went again fergus they've gone again <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. You've been on Guns and Yellow Ribbons pod- podcast a few times. Um, how did you find it? How did you find the podcast? Uh, have you done anything like this before? And how, do you enjoy it? Oh, right. Okay. Um, I found out from from Johnny. I moved my season ticket this season. I was always in the upper tier, um, but I found I was struggling to get up to row thirty and block one hundred and one, especially with about 10 pints inside me. So another friend of mine sits down in block seven. So I got moved down there and I got moved next to Johnny, Johnny from the food bank. And uh, he was talking to me about it and uh, yeah, mentioned that he was going to talk to you. And and here we are. Um, Never done anything like it before. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, uh, as you can probably tell, I can talk for, for England, like, you know, um, no problem with that, but I'd never done anything like it at all. And I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's great to talk. What I, what I like about it is I get to talk to people, and I know we're going to move on to this, with completely different backgrounds and completely different views to me. And we have a good bit of banter, and, and sometimes we, we, we fall out a little bit. But at the end of the day, we always finish up friendly, you know, which is lovely. Yeah, we do, actually. We do. So since you uh, touched on... on the different guys what i'm going to do we've done this on the other ones we've got a couple of extras to go in here as well from from the other ones that we've done um i'm going to read out one of their panelists names and you just tell us uh a little bit about them what you think of them okay what well, just remember Be- i've not i've only met a couple of you so personally. yeah but you've, lis- so. you've listened as well you've li- yep. so yeah yep. I, I, you can say if you've met them in person or on on the airways or not whatever whatever you call this is is this the airways i don't know so well one person you won't have met in person is uh uh bruce sorry max uh all the way in um all the way in melbourne yeah oh well, yeah i like listening to max uh um, I've got I've got quite a few friends in Melbourne, Australia. I've spent quite a bit of time there, um, so I like Melbourne, where he's from. I can relate to it. What he talks about um, is is although he did say to me he's not Australian, he's English. That ended up in Australia. To me, you know, I, I look upon him as an Australian. I, I like his outlook is very Australian to me. Um, the way he's very open about it. they're very open about what they say, aren't they? You know, the uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're no filters. No There's filters. no filters. No filters. There's no filters. Um, the C word is like me saying good morning to you in Australia. So, yeah, yeah, I like listening to the man. I'm looking forward actually to being on a podcast with him. I've not been on yet, and next time I'm down in Melbourne, I will definitely look him up. 
Yeah, it's called the Bower Inn in Richmond. Yeah, uh, got, I've got that, you know. Yeah, yeah I've already checked, yeah. To know about, everything there is to know about gin and whiskey. Ah. Uh. I'm a beer man, Fergus. I I'm a beer and a whiskey man. So, but yeah, beer monster first, and then I I migrate onto the whiskies. Um, Boston Ozel, Mike again, somebody you won't have met in person, and I don't think um, you've been on a podcast with him because he's doing more of the website stuff at the minute. Yeah, do you know, I've I've, I've never spoken. I, I can't comment on, on on Boston Mike because I've never spoken to him or, or, at all. Really, I've heard him talking a couple of times, and that's about it, Fergus. So, looking forward to having a proper chat with a man. Actually, yeah. So, Manny. Manny, <laughs> oh Manny! Now Manny, listen. I know you're going to listen to this, so I can talk about you now without you having a go at me. Uh, listen, I disagree with you quite a bit. Yeah, you you have completely different outlook to me sometimes, but I've sort of fallen in love with Manny. You know, sorry Johnny, I don't want to upset you. I know you know we're mates, but I I I like the way he, I like the way he's so open, the man. You know, and uh, he has his views. I don't necessarily agree with him, but I totally respect him, and he's a great asset to this to this podcast. I think, yeah. Scuddy, Mike. Yeah, we, Scuddy's. We're not too far away. We're only about an hour away from each other up here. Yeah, um, done a couple of podcasts with him now. Um, just message for his wife up the arse you know because she well don't, don't don't interpret that the wrong way by the way mike you know exactly what i'm talking about there that's not a permission thing is it no absolutely not absolutely not um yeah i've enjoyed being on the podcast with mike we've had a giggle yeah big steve big steve yeah i, you know, I met steve once at the, it was a total coincidence he sat uh next to me at an evening game at the Arsenal uh, at the Emirates. So yeah, he was in John. He was in Johnny's seat. I think it was for was it the Doncaster game? I think so. I think it was. Yeah, and and it was. He didn't even know he'd bought Johnny's seat. You know, and uh, we got talking, and what a tiny world, eh? Yeah, but we had a good chat. Yeah, I only spoke to him first half of that game because second half. I went up, sat in the upper tier with my cousin. It was half empty, the stadium, so you could sit where you wanted. But, uh, yeah, he's a nice lad, yeah. Very talented, by the way. I've listened to his latest music video, seen his music video. Yeah, very good. Yeah, he's, he's got a lovely voice. Um, yeah, I think it's his friend on the video, uh, and I I, I, uh, I I listened to it, and I thought his friend was good, but I prefer Steve's voice. Yep. Oh, I'm uh, going to have, gonna have to listen. Uh, he's going to have to post, if you're listening to... Uh, Steve, post some more links and we'll have another listen. Yeah, look forward to it. It's on the end of Steve's Gooner to Gooner. I put the song on there. Um, and it's in Margate or something like that it's called. So, uh, okay. I'll, uh, Johnny from the Food Bank. Johnny from the Food Bank. What a lad, eh? Um, yeah, I enjoy standing next to Johnny. He, he loves a good sing-song. My voice don't hold up so much now, so I don't often join in, although I do have a little go now and again. What a friendly lad. Very sociable. Uh, he, he does a lot of work, you know, with his scouts and his volunteering and that. Yeah, he's a good, good kid, and uh, I fo- thoroughly enjoyed his. Uh, Got to be careful here, Fergus, because you're going to get stuck into me again. But I thoroughly enjoyed his company in Minsk this week. Uh, the first night we were there, he led me astray. Ended up out till all hours um, in some casino somewhere underneath <laughs> the hotel. But uh, yeah, it was a good trip. I enjoyed his company. Yeah, good, good lad. And finally, the host, myself. Ah, well, 
Fergus, you're you're not bad. You're all right. You know, you you, you follow a crap rugby side, but apart from that, yeah, I, I I'm it's very a country, not a rugby side. Oh, countries, yeah, rugby rugby nation side, yeah, yeah, which you should do by the way because it is your home side. But uh, yeah, I just appreciate the fact that you've let me join this team on this podcast and uh, and get involved because. Uh, as I said, it was it's all new to me, and I thoroughly enjoy it. You've made me very welcome. I love bumping into you at the Arsenal, and we have a beer now and again, and uh, we always have a lot to talk about. I um, mean, yeah, and so I, I I think the world of you and all of you actually. I, I've not got a bad word to say about any of you. It'll be funny to hear what they have to say about you, eh? <laughs> I know. I can't wait. Yeah, just remember how nice I've been, boys. Just remember how nice I've been. <laughs> On that yeah. note. Um, uh, Trev, you have been excellent. We really enjoyed getting to know a bit about you and hearing some of those old times at uh, at Highbury and and just getting to know getting to know old man Trev as we call him. Yeah, lovely. Can I just do? Can I take thirty seconds extra yeah. to do a bit of a thank you, yeah. Fergus? I just I just want to thank my old mum, right? Because when my old mum, when I was going to to comprehensive school, she thought, right, I'll turn him into a Tottenham fan. She sent me to uh, Northumberland Park School which was right behind the Spurs ground, Fergus. I used to have to get the bus, the 279 bus up up, up uh, Tottenham High Road and get off and walk down Paxton Road every day for five years to go to school, yeah? And every day, without without, I, I was in the minority. Say there's a 1,000 kids in that school, there might have been half a dozen Arsenal fans, you know. We're right in the middle of the Tottenham stronghold. And every day I used to either get beat up or, or fall out with someone or, or get told I was a Arsenal this or an Arsenal that and I just want to thank you mum because all it did was make me a stronger Arsenal fan and just just made me dislike that mob up the road even more so yeah thanks for sending me to school in Tottenham mum <laughs> couldn't have said it better I put it better to finish this off yeah I'll let you I'll let you do the the closing line oh well everyone just remember right I'm, I'm going to preach a little bit just remember all we're going through at the moment, regardless, right, regardless, we are all, all Arsenal Football Club fans. We support a football club. Yeah, up the arse, boys. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.